You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Are you a diehard comic book collector? Or maybe a lapsed fan? Maybe even someone who has never picked up a comic book in their life. Hi, I'm Remso Martinez. And I'm Mark Clare. Every single Wednesday at the Second Print Comics Podcast, Remzo and I take a deep dive into the storylines, character arcs, moments, and events that made us the fans we are today. Tune in every Wednesday for new episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and wherever else podcasts are available. Check out more from the Second Print Comics Podcast at secondprintcomics.com. FBI, open up! Oh, I'm sorry! I thought this was America! (laughs) Listeners, beware. This episode is not safe for work and contains explicit content. You've been warned. Most wonderful time of the month when you've got nothing else to do because COVID is worse than the flu. As much as they tell you life sucks, it's the degenerate panel back on the run with Remsa W. Martinez. Hey, thank you all for coming back. Another week has gone by, and you know, things keep getting better here at the network. And uh, we're back today again with. Your, your favorite group of people to go ahead and talk about the things that don't matter much in the grand scheme of things. But if we can buy you an extra five seconds of happiness during your already pretty miserable day, I think we're doing a pretty good job. And today's topic is the golden age of gaming, when Xbox Live chat rooms were not safe for any generation's workplace, when games were actually pretty original, and when the internet was just in its infancy. I'm talking like, I remember a time when YouTube wasn't real. I know, kids, you, you, you can't think of a world without it and everything else, but there was a time where we had to scour the internet for these type of things, and gamer culture was finally being accepted. And as I mentioned, I won't be going through this tonight. We've got the Degenerate Panel. As always, we've got producing tonight's episode, One Quarter Persian Zed. How are you, Zed? I'm doing great, RJ. How are you? I cannot complain. And speaking of complaining, we've got the person who will find a way to criticize every clip we bring on tonight. Not tonight's producer, the produciest non-producer of this episode, Derek. Derek, how is life? Life's great, RJ. I'm looking forward to talking about the golden age of gaming and just uh, just our childhood as a whole. Xbox Live. I've Early Xbox Live is the best. <laughs> the early 2000s were pretty lit. Yeah, we had like 9-11 and stuff like that, but it was it was awesome. The more I look back, it was good times. Yeah, and tonight we have our first degenerate challenge. He didn't know it was going to be a challenge, but it is brought to you by my dad. You listened to a few episodes ago. We've got Sean of the Military Industrial Complex. Sean, how goes life? 
I don't know right now. The liquor's hitting me pretty hard. Which is exactly what I wanted to hear. Now I told I told Sean that he could wait for us to start, but he was a he was a you know doing his thing, and the alcohol just fell in his mouth. And we'll go ahead and explain that in a second. But before we go, a uh, little bit of a uh, you know some 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 information to let you know what has happened since the last degenerate panel we've done. Uh, I have had this year-long goal of watching as little of the news as possible. It's gotten to the point where you could tell me that Godzilla literally blew up Tokyo in real life, and I'll say, oh, wow, that really sucks. And I would probably believe you, because I'm not watching the news. But I've had to keep up with some current events, at least the big stuff, and that's really debatable because of some of the work I do and other things. And I saw this uh, thing on online where it basically said, if you're scared by headlines, if you're scared by news topics, read them in the voice of your favorite, most non-aggressive, most cuddly fictional character. And I'm looking around on TV and I'm just like, who the hell is going to go ahead and read this in my mind to make me feel less stressed and scared about the prospects of the reality we live in? And for some weird reason, Foghorn Leghorn came up. Yeah, that's right. I'm talking about everyone's beloved giant chicken from Looney Tunes. So I tell this to my mom because I think it's kind of it's kind of silly. It's kind of stupid. She's going to get a laugh out of you know making fun of the snowflake millennials about it. And I don't get that reaction from her. She looks at me and she's like, you know that Foghorn Leghorn is real, right? And I'm like, what do you mean the cartoon chicken is real? To which she said, go YouTube it. And then I found this. Zed, if you will please do the honors. All right. Uh, from what it looks like, it's a video of a gigantic chicken in real life. <sighs> what a day for tramping through the woods. Do you eat that thing? Chicken. Rooster. I don't know hey, boy, what's the out? idea of jacking what's, that pot up on the meat? I don't want to know if, you know, it's spicy or something. Pot? Did it? Pot. Yeah, like, look at those. Like, that is at least a five-and-a-half-foot-tall chicken. Like, that's going to feed you for a while. Those are like kangaroo legs. I wonder how sharp those claws are. I would not, I would be, I would not want to fuck th- with that chicken. What chicken feet are they putting I, in the, it's the kind of, It's the kind chicken. of chicken I feel, even if you shot it, it would just shake off the bullet and come at you. Sean, how would you take, okay, if you had a chicken like that, would it be a chicken you eat or is it a chicken you keep as a pet? Because that thing didn't just get that big overnight. That thing's probably like a few years old and chickens usually don't live that long. Either of what you said. Put them in a cock ring, and, cock fight, and, and you have to be very, very ring. specific about that. <laughs> Please continue. Put them, put them in a, put them in a cock fight. Yeah, dude, that thing. What, what would you name it? Okay, like because I, it's 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 name on YouTube is Foghorn Leghorn in real life, but I, I would oh. call that thing like a. El Pollo Diablo. What about who's that guy in Game of Thrones? A really tall guy? Derek. What's his name? Uh, tall guy? The Mountain? The, the Mountain. mountain. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, I think the reason why this chicken's so big is because we always kill them when they get a decent size. I don't think we've ever had a chicken just grow. Live. Are you just, telling me that this is what they're naturally capable of? Why don't who we knows? I mean, they, they, they used to be T-Rexes, aren't they? Right? If you we, believe that shit. 
Okay, no, hold on. If all chickens grew to this size, we would let them grow to this size and get more meat out of it. Well, maybe Think the what demand the Popeye's is so chicken high. sandwiches would be like. Um, oh my you god! You think it'd be really lean? I mean, aren't really big animals like kind of tough? Sean, would you eat that thing? Oh fuck <laughs> yeah, that thing. Well, I mean, hold on. Like you're saying, how big the sandwich would be? How many sandwiches would we get out of it? That's uh, the Zach, real question. Can you question. play the video but mute the audio so we'll actually have to hear Foghorn Leghorn? We could just admire him from a distance. And look at him. What, Sean? Uh, ten sandwiches. He's. Oh. Beautiful. Imagine how big those tenders are going to be. Tendies. The tendies are such real. a that's such a big boy. I want to give it a hug. That's like, like the, it, it, it looks like, cute. It, it looks friendly. Like when uh, I think yeah. of that's why I thought of the foghorn leghorn in my head. Like foghorn leghorn is a giant oh, normal chicken. But there's a there's a there's a female chicken right behind him. Oh hmm. wow! His poor wife. He gets destroyed. Oh my. Gosh. Okay. So, Foghorn Lakehorn is a Chad. He's a he's he's based. So that is what has <laughs> occupied my mind during this time. And, and before we get started, I want to give you guys some behind the scenes knowledge. Usually, what we do before we record these degenerate episodes is we go out and grab some food beforehand, and we go ahead and actually plan this out. But tonight we have our first degenerate challenge from my father to Sean. You see, my dad has a job in which he has to meet with people from all over the world, and as a result of that, they give him a ton of alcohol. So once a year, he has to get as as much of his alcohol closet emptied out as possible because he gets crates of stuff in from all over the world. So my dad got some Lithuanian liqueur that's been sitting in the back of the fridge for months now, and he's like, hey, your friend Sean is into some really fruity drinks, right? And I'm like, well, yeah, have you met him? And he's like, here, he'll like this. Have him drink it during your next podcast and see what happens because they may or may not be expired. So Sean, take a sip and tell us what it's like. He's just looking uh, at me in disappointment I'd because I had mentioned the, the expired very part. smooth, but it has. Oh, RJ, I think you're having connection issues. Oh, RJ, okay. No, that's that's Sean who, who who disconnected for a second. Sean, can you hear me? We do it live here, folks. We do it live. Oh, my internet is unstable. Yeah, okay, uh, RJ, you're coming back. Can, yeah, can, can back. you hear me now? Oh, you're back. Okay. You're back. Sean, are you there? Yeah, yeah. You're here. You're here. Okay, Sean, what is yeah. the little, what does it taste like? Give us a rundown. Uh, the current, I would say it's very sugary, but then you get that hint of liqueur and then a slight coffee taste. I don't taste expiration, but who can know? I'm, okay. down, I'm at least at half the bottle right now. I'm not even joking. There you go. Oh. And that's a that's a good size bottle. So I, I have faith in you that you will finish that and maybe drink another by the end of the episode. He gave you two of those, and they're two different flavors. It's 30%. And then I have this other beer right here. What's that? It's a rogue chocolate porter. See what, see what I said about fruity beers? Chocolate beer. I don't know where I'm at anymore. Oh, good boy. Good boy. So anyway, that's where, we're, that's where we're at, folks. And if you hear Sean scream for help, he's fine. We've got it under control. Mm-hmm. But uh, before we go further, I don't put 
triggers at the beginning of episodes. I'll put a lot of disclaimers, and usually you can see when you're downloading an episode if something's going to be explicit, because I do it for the kids. This is a family show, a degenerate family show. So we're going to play some stuff that I even listened to, and I was like, can we get away with this? And the only way to find out is to find out together. So Zed, give us a rundown. What are we looking at tonight? So tonight we're going to go into how the gaming culture or pop culture in general, actually no, gaming culture, how gaming culture was, how nerd culture was in the mid to late 2000s. Uh, We're going to go through TV shows. We're going to go through um, early YouTube videos that people did about gaming. We're going to go into um, stuff you'd hear in Modern Warfare and Halo 3 lobbies, how kids today wouldn't survive the lobbies of yesteryear. Yeah, like, the before uh, times. The like before Derek times. called no, no, it. The before before times. Today are f***ies. They don't know what to deal with. So, so I, I'm be yeah, real. Yeah, Sean. Like, yeah. I'm be real. The power. If, if kids today were in these lobbies, I honestly feel like they would be trying to cancel these people. <laughs> well, they would have an aneurysm by how they crazy probably die. Get. Like, like the, the thing is, when we were eleven or twelve, you know, in the, in the before before times, yeah, yeah. when we were eleven or twelve years old, these were the lobbies we used to experience. Kids today, their eleven trials are playing Fortnite. I'm not sure Fortnite lobbies are as toxic as Modern Warfare Two lobbies used to be. Fortnite lobby. So I, I've never played Pretty Fortnite, toxic. but I would listen and, you know, kind of eavesdrop on kids when I was a GameStop employee, like way beyond your back in the before times. And they are just like, they're not mean. They're not even poking fun at each other. There's just a lot of whining. And these kids would go ahead and share videos of like their favorite moments from these uh, Fortnite chats. And it's just like, there's just, it's all, all I hear is like, meh, meh, where's my skin? Meh, who's going to do the raid? Meh. And it's like, who the, who the hell is this much of a bitch these days online? When kids get a little ounce of anonymity, they become the worst thing south of Satan himself. That's true. Yeah, I I'll, I'll understand. Does that what does that say about us? Are we worse people? Or are they worse people? Because I think we got pretty mean. But it's like their definition of mean is like you you shot someone in the game and caused them to respawn. The, and they're gonna cry about the, it. What does it, what does it say about the, us? So the difference is these lobbies are toxic as hell. And like, <laughs> but 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 we handled it better. The thing is, you need a really thick skin and not take things really because, seriously back in 06. Yeah, because like we knew, oh, you, you can say these things you know, in the game lobbies, but they just stay in the game lobbies. Like It's not something that you bring out into the real world. You just, just you know, talk shit in game as you do, like, and that's okay. But now it's like, now they bring that shit with them into the real world, like outside. It's like, you know, like just like they obsess over it. Instead of just being like, oh, it was just a game, like, you know, toxic, haha, whatever. But, like, now they just call it toxic and, like, I want to go, I want to go down the row. Tell me what ages you guys got access to Xbox Live. I got mine at the age of 12. Derek? 12 as well. uh, Zed? 13. Sean? 13. If you had kids, would you allow them on? At the ages that we were that we were allowed to join, uh, well, 
them. Yeah. Why not? I, again, if my kid starts becoming like the soft little girls that they are today, yeah, you're going to get your Xbox taken away and your father's going to be playing it. Hell yeah. I like that one. Good call. Well, I'm probably going to game with my kid. It's like, why not? <laughs> so you can join in on dunking the other kids. Exactly. It'll be the best thing ever. And then, and then we get to win together. Unless we're on free-for-all, then that, it's going down. That's <laughs> that is that is some... That is be- I'm going to clap for you, Derek. That is some beautiful stuff. Okay, Zed, give us the breakdown. Clip one. All right. So clip one, uh, we're going to start off uh, not so crazy. We're going to talk about this show called Ultimate Gamer. This was during this peak of Spike TV. You remember Spike TV? Spike TV used to have like, you know, a thousand ways to die, bar rescue. Now it's just old movies from the late 90s about guys that get into bar fights and beat their wives. Well, there's still bar rescue, but that's about it. And Bar Rescue is like saving the same couple places. It's like, will the chick with the triple D rack actually do her job or not? This guy's yeah. never heard of a mop. Idiot. <laughs> yeah, do you want TV. your business to fail? Yeah, Spike TV back then. Uh, I mean, they, they kind of like neutered Spike TV for today because the audiences of today can't handle what they used to show back then, but they had this show on Spike TV called Ultimate Gamer. And what it was, was it was like uh, Extreme Home Makeover. You remember that show? Yeah. Where they went into someone's house, they tore it down and rebuilt a new one. And in the meantime, they sent them to like Disney World or something like that. Well, in the Ultimate Gamer, it was like the gamer spinoff. So what they did was they took a gamer who was the ultimate gamer and they basically went into his mom's basement and trashed the, trashed the place up and they were going to redo and remake over his basement to match the theme of the game they're going to show off. And so for the instance of this video, it was about Halo 2. And this is when Halo 2 was about to come out in a few months. So they sent him to Bungie in, uh, I think, Seattle to the studios to check out how they're building the game. And in the meantime, they're redoing his basement. It's a really cool show. So let's start playing the clip. I'm Stryker. Right now I'm hanging in front of the apartment. He doesn't know. I'm sorry. I couldn't get five seconds. It's a separate <laughs> Children, if you would like a relic of the mid-2000s, let us introduce you to our friend Stryker. He has spiked hair, a goatee and soul patch that I, I can get away with because I have the matching mustache. So I've got the full Tony Stark going on. You know, the poor man's Antonio Banderas. And then he's wearing his short sleeve shirt over a long sleeve shirt. And I would have never thought of this. But guys, I don't think I see anyone actually do that combo anymore. Yeah, you're right. I haven't I seen never thought about it. Yeah. Sean? You're muted, Sean. Yeah, you're muted. Nope. Nope. You know, I haven't seen someone with a soul patch in a long time. That's a very, very, like, late 90s thing. Yeah. This is is like mid-2000s. He kind of looks like a Nickelback singer or something like that. Or worse. Look at this photograph. (laughs) I look like absolute trash. I got my soul soul patch and goatee. Also, it's going to get to line into fast attack vehicles. We're going to blow some stuff up. Blowing stuff up is cool. Plus, we're going to pick out his crappy apartment for the ultimate Halo game room ever. So sit back, hang out, find out what happens when I grab Nick up. 
Knock Nick, what's up? Nick, man? I'm Stryker. How you doing? Good. Stryker? How are you doing, man? <laughs> good, brother. I'm raiding the so-called place you live in. You like? You like it? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I got good news. What's up? I've searched all over, yeah. and I've selected you as the ultimate gamer for Halo. Me, man. No, man, I'm serious. Awesome. Yeah, baby. Are you the best? Stryker looks like he sells drugs to children. <laughs> It <laughs> looks like a drug deal going on right now. That's probably what he's doing Do you now. Want to buy a gram of pot? No. Oh well, I didn't think not. Eric, where are the pictures? Uh, oh my god. Where are uh, the pictures? Came out three years ago. And when did you first get completely hooked on the game? Uh, I got completely hooked on the game when it came out. What right? are you doing here, and then buddy? How many hours a day do you think you play it? Uh, a lot. What, what's going on here? I don't know. I'm just uh, I'm trying to <laughs> trying to get in the mood here. Can you just kick ass on everybody you know in the game? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. That's cool. You know, uh, the first discipline when it comes to being the ultimate gamer for Halo. Pick on which TV and go to it, Nick. You just want me to go do it. Hit the. Oh, you go. Zed, describe what just happened. Yeah, so Stryker came in with a duffel bag with military helmets and an axe, and he's like, here, take this axe and have at it at your TV. That's such a Stryker thing. Have a battle axe. Together we're gonna kick ass. <laughs> you see that TV over there? Smash it. Look at my hair. You just killed his TVs. You are a TV expert, audiovisual expert. You think you can do something just by looking at this place? Mm, definitely, we can work him on. Is there an Eden here, my other partner when it comes to designing? Woo! Not only does she have a hot tool belt, hot tool but belt. she is unbelievably smart when it comes to designing and putting together a room for you. Yeah, we're gonna totally trick it out for you. It's gonna be awesome. All right, are you ready to go, man? I am. T- Adventure today. Oh yeah? I'll give you one guess on where we're going right now. Bungie Studios? Bingo. Yeah, baby. Plane tickets right here. Are you kidding me? We're going on a plane right now. Bungie Studios is in what city? I have no idea. Redmond, Washington. And we're gonna meet the geniuses that created Halo and Halo 2. Let me hold the plane tickets. I don't think you're responsible. (laughs) Pad into the ultimate game pad. These lights say one thing to me. I'm not cool. Goth theme candles? Gotta go. Nick, I know you may like your computer next to the couch, but uh, you gotta get your butt off the couch one of these days, so we're moving it. Nick learns explosive new features in Halo 2. Studios. Yeah! Home of the geniuses behind Halo and so that's Halo. That's just fast-forwarding right Over now. Here, to Frank, nice to and Cameron. How you doing? Thank nice you guys has been selected as the ultimate gamer for that's Halo. That's right. Frank is one of the writers here at Bungie. Cameron is a product manager. What does that mean exactly? So you can blow the crap out of them. Uh, We started off with concepts of Jeeps, Humvees, and then uh, looked at actual vehicles, where the engine is, where the suspension is, and decided, well, a thousand years from now, what is that going to be? I 3D concept the Warthog to build what I think is... Did Elon steal the Tesla truck from the Warthog from Halo? Oh, yeah. I think it was kind of inspired by it. Huh? How about that? Now, what if, what if Elon was a what, what, was a Halo Three Xbox 360 gamer? Could you imagine meeting Elon in the Xbox Live chat room? That would be amazing. Do, do you people enjoy this? Some of the things that make it really different and much better than the first game. 
So you can pick up and use two weapons at once. So you just walk up to one on the ground, you see that? Be down. I'm not. See all those guys are using the grappling lifters to get big jumps, no, catch big you. air? This is really revolutionary They're all gunning for you. They can see your name on your gamer tag. I don't want to go. You maybe just want to find a dark place. Oh, Weak sauce. Oh, he called weak sauce on Bungie. Where's he going? Where's he going? Okay, children, here's another thing from the before times. Derek, please define what weak sauce is. Ah, uh, weak sauce. Just shit play, terrible, terrible gameplay. Just, just awful at the game whatsoever. Just constantly dying, never getting any kills. Weak sauce. <laughs> What's teabagging? Teabagging? Yeah, yeah. Crouch right was over. Bag- was teabagging a thing by then? Oh, yeah, yeah it was a Halo te- thing. Teabagging was a Halo thing. Halo 1, even. Sean, as a lacrosse player, how many times did you physically teabag people? Uh, quite a few when I could get away with it. There was one time one ref caught me doing it when I just tripped and decided to just to, uh, rub my junk against the guy's helmet. So, yeah. And that, in some circles, children, is called tradition. Please continue, Zed. This is the Warthog. What up, so man? now uh, they're taking him out to the desert and they're going to let him do Halo-related activities. So here they're making him drive a dune buggy to uh, simulate the Warthog. What's with all the soul patches? They're everywhere! <laughs> Mid-2000 style. Jane. Me to get to work. Hey Nick, we had to get you off the couch, so we got you this wicked workstation. Sean. Yeah. Define the wicked. Oh my god. Wicked the play or wicked the Okay, the, I'll say like, I'll, like I'll, in the context of this wicked this workstation. Is wicked. Wicked, as in, oh my god, bro, this looks so cool, man. This is awesome. It's wicked. It's wicked. How are you coming on those liqueurs, Sean? Uh, I haven't touched it again yet. I've been, I've been chugging on the beer. Okay, good for you. All right, Zed. But you're, uh, you're not the ultimate driver. What? You didn't make it. So get out of the car, hop out. You were past 45 seconds, so now you got to pay the price. That stuff down there? That's my stuff. That's your stuff from your apartment. I had it hauled out here. What? Your world, ultimate gamer boy, no. is over no. as you know it. <laughs> Blow it a kiss goodbye. Ready? Ready? <laughs> there always had to be explosions back then, huh? I, Zed, I just guys. realized this kid is the is is Bobby from King of the Hill. <laughs> Out of the hill. <gasps> God damn it, Bobby. And it's blown up. That's I my stuff! <laughs> I don't know, Dad. Batman, you blew up everything in my living room. You're the ultimate gamer for Halo. You can't be. My dad is gonna kill me! Autograph? Oh, yeah, like this new rough. I like. He I has like. a life size master sheet. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Here we go. Ooh. What is he a master gamer? Do you realize how much this poster right here would go for today? 
an what, autographed Halo Two poster. Who autographed it? The de- oh, all the designers, all the developers. Uh, for the first Halo, more than ten k. This is Halo Two, like the peak peak Halo. Yeah, Halo Two is peak Halo. I'm gonna say at least five hundred seventy five k. I can oh. see that. It's got to be more than half a million. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, Wouldn't it yeah, be sad if he was like strapped for cash or something two or three years after this show and he sold it for like 300 bucks? And that this is be before times money, too. Before times money. Before times money. Yeah. Thank you so much. The Master Chief! Oh, you commented That's up. probably like a $10,000 statue right there. Oh, yeah. That's not, that's not just a cutout, that's plastic. Like that's why you were wondering why I had to go to baggage claim. Oh, I swooped it. Thank you so much. Let's go this way. Okay. Obviously. Plasma. Look at the TVs back then. That's probably like a two, two thousand, three thousand dollar TV. You could go, you could go right now and probably catch it for 20 bucks. Yeah. Like this was like a 480p set. No, this is 720p. Like this yeah. is line back then. Yeah, you can get like a 4K TV in the same size for like half the price. 300 bucks. Yeah, much less. <laughs> yeah, I and guess. this is like 3 grand back in 06. The the small TV I had in my college dorm is probably better quality and worth more than that right now. My gosh. Yeah. But, I mean, what's that's, funny I mean, is OG Xbox, you know? OG Xbox and When, like, when I watched the show as a kid, Dude, the stuff they showed, like how they redid their like gamer pads and everything, like the TV, the Xbox, all the games, that's like something we would kill for as kids, you know? Oh, yeah. And now when are looking back at it, I'm like, oh, that's so funny. Look at that, that shitty plasma screen. You think yeah. Jane is still hot? No, no comment. Good question. Sean? <laughs> Ken Buck says she's doing drugs and she's living in a homeless shelter. With Stryker. What did Stryker do after this? Stryker's providing. Where, does, where, do, where do people like Stryker go? <laughs> yeah, because this is probably like his, like, you know, this was his big gig. You know what I mean? Like, hey, what, what Stryker, happened? please come back. We want to look at you and your soul patch. No Way. Probably in prison for and pictures. Probably. So apparently he got the first edition, like he's the first person in the world to get Halo 2 before it releases. And see, this is this is the before times, before the internet, where you could put up a dun, game dun, on the internet. Dun, 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 dun. And, uh, so so I, I just looked it up for those who are curious. Um, trivia says that he is currently working as a DJ on the world famous KR. OQ, LA's rock station as the morning host, Stryker and Klein. Stryker and Klein are syndicated in the Bay Area, Kansas City, and Dallas, Fort Worth. Well, hey, at least he's doing well. I mean, Stryker's least... happy. Yeah. Wait, Eric, has he been to prison recently? This is from IMBD, so I uh, like... IMDB? Yeah. I just, I just looked up his name and that's apparently what he's doing now. Yeah, a little off topic, but this is kind of sad. But do you guys know Kane from the Kane Show, right? On one hundred five, nine nine five. I miss that so much. I miss War, War of the Roses. That was you, his you thing. know, you know, he passed away this yeah, month. I think you guys, this Kane what? passed away. Yeah, yeah, like oh, we we lose Rush Limbaugh and Kane within the within the same thirty day period. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, what wow, dude, War of the Roses. I loved listening to that stuff on my way to work. Yeah, it was pretty funny too. It, it was really well done. Kane show. Ah. Oh. Man, that gosh damn it, Zed. You killed my five. Pull up the next clip. All right. Next show. We're talking about Attack of the Show. Um, it was on a TV channel called G4 TV, if you remember what that amazing what, was that its own was. channel? Yeah, it was its own channel. It, it was originally called Tech TV, but it got re, rebranded to G4 TV. And G4 TV was like the dream TV channel for nerds and gamers. It, you know, back when TV was still popular and a thing. So basically what G4 TV was, was everything tech-related, nerd-related, and gaming-related all in one channel 24-7. How did this fail? I mean, this was a little bit ahead ahead of its time, but I feel like this should have been something that, like a few years later, should have been more than what it was, because I remember they shut down the the whole thing. Yeah, I think what happened is because they shut down in 2012, 2013, and I think it's because of YouTube. Because, you know, now you have all this content from different people putting out gaming videos and tech videos. No one's really watching TV anymore because Netflix is a thing Mm. and cable cutters and stuff like that. I guess they just ran out of money. But G4 TV is actually back on YouTube again. They started a channel and they got Adam Sessler, the original guy from X-Play, to be the host of the channel. Oh. Well, there you go. But uh, Attack of the Show was basically a one-hour news program. It was a talk show, basically. So they had Olivia Munn, and uh, I forgot the name of the other guy. But uh, basically, when the show started, they was like, okay, today we're going to talk about the new iPhone 2, and we're going to talk about this new graphics card on the market. Hey, let's check out this new video game coming out, and what's the future of electric cars? Let's check this out. And they all did that every day in a one-hour period. It was basically a new show, but everything tech and nerd. That is epic. Yeah, so here's a – let's watch some clips from it. I'm amazing at rock, paper, scissors, and I'm I think really, you lost yesterday in front of him. Well, I'm pissed off. You know, you know what? You can go ahead and say that all you want, but I went home and I watched it and I did a little instant replay on my TiVo. <laughs> you cheated. I got, he cheated. He did. I'm amazing at rock. Who do you think she is? Is that Olivia Munn? Yeah. She's huh. the, the from X-Men. Yeah, she, she played Psylocke. Yeah, that, that's her. But that's her when she was like in her late 20s. Huh. Yeah. You know what's amazing, though? When she played Psylocke, she was like in her late 30s, early 40s. And she rocked that role. Yeah. She was the reason why I went to go see that one X-Men, because X-Men Apocalypse is not the best of the X-Men movies. No, it's not very good. Before we go on to this clip, Sean, please define what is a TiVo? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> and take a sip of your liqueur. I want to watch you take a sip. Drink a TiVo it. was basically a gigantic hard drive you attached to your cable TV so you could record your shows. <laughs> and DVR would come a year later and murder that. <laughs> TiVo is dead. Oh my gosh. Okay, please continue. Going to am I, am I playing rock paper scissors yep. with it or it's going it's going to be all over you somewhere. I'm not quite sure where I want to put it, but it's going to be there. You have a little bit of fear, don't you? Right, that's well, what actually, she said. I, don't like, I dislike spiders more than I dislike snakes. I know. So this is fantastic. I read your little guys. website page, figured it out for myself. But right now, it's a uh, time to gaze upon the glory and wonder of the World Wide Web. We WWW. are going around the net. Oh. <laughs> 
Stop, a wonderful combination of movie promotion and feminism. Snakes on a babe. Yeah. Yeah, there's a group of tangled serpents covering up a naked lady. We know that alone might be uh, enough for some people, but if, yeah, but if you click the matching snakes, they'll vanish, revealing more and more of the babe and increasing the trouble you get into if, uh, you know, your boss found you doing it at That's work. That's like a story. This is totally a before times thing. A very yeah. before before yeah, times totally thing. Very very before times. Like you notice how a lot of uh, a lot of channels to draw beers is always hot chicks. Well, I mean, no one's hiring Olivia Munn because of her amazing commentary skills. Yeah. I pay. I like yeah, that. like Shanghai, the tiles, you match them up. Tiles, yeah. yeah but uh, on this one, though, before you get to see everything, a giant snake strikes you and then kicks you to a contest entry page. It's a uh, big tease. That's weak. It's a big tease. Me, I'll just take off my clothes. Doesn't matter. Yeah, you don't need snakes or anything. There's no just, tease. No, no, just point a camera and turn the red Yay. light on. Yay! Yay! Everyone loves cake. It's proven. You can I look it up. Cake. But what if there were an actual uh, way to see cake better? This is this is also a few minutes in. This is so freaking random. <laughs> you got Attack. ten years of this stuff all on the internet. Attack, oh of, the, Attack of the show was something special. Like with more frosting, that like kind of really frosty, like sugary. Um, the one that's like fluffy that you get at the bakery, and Olivia, maybe no. it's gonna be in can. No, Olivia, stop. Just stop. You're why mixed. is this? Why is this getting? It's bigger on. than mere frosting. I'm talking about a meat cake. What? Yeah, cake looks normal. Oh, that's looks like a normal run-of-the-mill cake. It's got like it's got like a T-bone on top of it, made out of ketchup, or it kind of looks like a uterus. But uh, uh, don't worry about that. (laughs) You wouldn't notice anything crazy about this cake until you cut inside, and then you're sawing through layer upon mouth-watering layer of triple A USDA-approved ground beef. Yeah, Yeah. but what are they? What are these? The frosting? frosting. No, no, no. That's 100% Idaho mashed taters. Yeah, that sounds delicious. And the glaze. Delta Sigma Phi frat house. Actually, steak sauce. <laughs> steak sauce. And the taste I hear? Del- Zed, is that halal? I hope so. Derek, <laughs> does that meet your macro level count? Oh, God, no. I would eat it, though. Sean, how many miles would you have to run to burn that shit off? Please, I, I would burn that off just by getting out of bed, knowing my metabolism. Don't be so bashful, Sean. Take two more sips of the yeah, liqueur, good please. For you. you know, this looks like a heart attack on a plate. That is a cholesterol overload. That is, as some would say, dangerously American. I would eat it. Yeah, only in America would, we, would they make something like this. That's God freedom. bless. <laughs> Shooting what, what, dry, the, what the hell shooting. are they blowing up? Because we went from the cake to just these these rednecks blowing shit up in the middle of the street. Yeah, there was, it, no, it says, there was no transition. It's called dry ice bombing. Oh, I remember doing that with my cousins. You did that? Yes. What's that? What what is that? Where do you get your hands on dry ice? You you just go. You could go to a grocery store, or you you can go to these special ice places. I they were all over PA. And basically, you just throw them up in the air, and you can shoot a BB gun at them, and they'll explode. Or you can just shoot an actual gun. Hey, Lane, who doesn't love this? Oh, I do. Go to attackoftheshow.com for the links to everything you just saw. But right now, folks, here's Layla Kaylee with the only news that you need to know. 
Thanks, Kevin. Here's what's coming up in the feed. First, media mogul Rupert Murdoch has a job opening. Stick around to see if you qualify. Plus, find out what superhero goodies DC Comics is giving away for free. And why is Lindsay Lohan being shipped off to Iraq? It's all coming your way later in the feed. But first, that is the job. <laughs> Thank you, Layla. Right now, we're talking about our anchor of the news. 2006. Guilty low heavy shipped to Iraq. They're actually working on some alerts. Now, stay with us. We are armed with smoke bombs and about to make things go boom. Next, who is this guy, and why does he care what video games you play? These games are leading to violence. And later, how dirty is too dirty? The answer is in your pants. Attack is coming right back. A fight because how did this? How was how one? How did I go? How did I go my life without knowing about this? And two, this is the best thing ever. Well, to be fair, you probably didn't hear about it because this was only included in the premium cable package. I was moving around a lot. I was just happy to get some cable. Ah. Jack Thompson is here. Mark Friedler, CEO of leading industry newsletter Game Daily, joins us. And our resident gaming expert and X-Play co-host, Adam Sessler. Gentlemen, he's still with G4. If he goes oh, I remember he, he was the person that went up against that angry Fox News Karen who said that uh, Mass Effect was turning kids into perverts. Uh, I think that's Jeff Keighley, but Adam Sessler, um, he was also a journalist as well, like Jeff Keighley. But if you go on YouTube today and just look up G4 TV, Adam Sessler is still the host of the YouTube channel, and they do like live streams and podcasts like that. He lost his hair, though. <laughs> so he's uh, he, he, it's funny. You know you're getting old when the guys you grew up watching as a kid are like middle-aged men now. Damn. Under the loop. Uh, RJ, you cut out. Uh, oh, yeah, I can't hear you. No audio, RJ. Is there, uh, is there, where's your mic? I just realized I had I had the mute button on. There um, we go. You, you know, it's funny. The girl from uh, thir- the 13-year-old from 13 going on 30 is now 30. Wow. Wait, All right. Early. Dude. RJ, how old is Eminem? Eminem is like 52. And how old is the song that's becoming a hit? Oh, actually, I, I checked that out. That is a new song from Eminem. So uh-huh. here, here's the thing. Like in 2020, the number one song was WAP. And this year, it's FAC. So basically, music is shit now. It really is. Yeah. And you know, you know it's funny. If you look at the headlines right here, too much video game violence. We're talking about the same shit 20 years later. Science and all the medicine. True, true. Now, Adam, now, now that study that, that Jack is referring to said there was a link. Yeah, there are other study, studies that came out that said study. it also shows that, you know, violent people tend to like violent images, which was also represented in that same study. Do you believe that bully is going to be responsible for an increase in any violent crimes? No. It's, 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 it, it is, it's, it's on the face of it kind of preposterous. And you know what? It's actually really disturbing and intellectually dishonest and somewhat pernicious to try to say that with all the other ills in the world, you have kids are getting absolutely poor education in public. 
public schools, where they're not getting good medical care given to our health care system, and with, all, and, and, and with the fact that people can't seem to get so, a decent job, though. What is causing trouble among America's youth in so, schools? Oh, it has to be a video game. Anyone of thought should find so, that insulting at the face of it. So, so the solution to bad grades is for kids to spend more time playing video games? Bad is that grades? Your answer? We are talking about violence. I believe that there are greater reasons for the social ills of adolescent violence than playing a video game, because I believe that violence was existing prior to the release of even Pong. Mark, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> He's this right. Guy for president. I'll take him. <laughs> and they're, they're talking about this game called Bully made by Rockstar Games. They did, uh, they did Red Dead Redemption and all of the Grand Theft Auto games, right? Yeah, yep. and basically it was called Bully, but basically you were you played as a kid who was going to this private school and you were trying to fit in, and uh, basically you're kind of like you're acting tough just so you could fit in. And you, you make out with girls, you punch kids, you set the mascot on fire, and you prank teachers. Yeah, yeah basically. It's all uh, slapstick humor and comedy, but, you know, they say it causes violence. Uh, did I mean, you play hey, it? No, it was, uh, I, I wasn't really interested because it, it looked kind of boring. It was like a Diet Coke GTA. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was basically Grand Theft Auto for kids. That's what it looked like. I can see it. I can see it. Uh, I never, I never played it, and I turned out fine. And I totally set a whole village is on fire in Red Dead Redemption. In your pants. Okay, as always, sex columnist Anna David is here with me to help address your sex and relationship problems. Mm-hmm. Let's just jump right in it, shall yep. we? Okay, our first question comes from a guy who's having a little problem with his girlfriend's hygiene. All right, my girlfriend is complete slob. She doesn't wear deodorant. She smells real bad down there. And her feet smell terrible. How can I tell her without hurting her feelings? Okay. If it's a girl that you are sleeping with, it's your girlfriend. Yeah. Um, you can always kind of incorporate like bathing into the sexual thing. Have you ever done that? Like you take a yeah. shower, you know, yeah. you can bathe her, you can like sponge her, kiss her neck. I mean, that's a good way to kind of. But he also says she doesn't wear deodorant. Right. So what are you going to make that sexual every morning? Every <laughs> bathing. Let <laughs> me sexually apply deodorant on you. Um, well, I mean, also, oh, you can I mean, there. Sean. Your hypothetical, your girlfriend stinks like this guy's chick. How do you clean her? <laughs> Don't get us banned from the internet now. We go outside, we get the fire hose, and I just blast her. So anyway, you start blasting. <laughs> Doyle, for that answer, take another drink. <laughs> Definitely guys out there who like the au natural yeah. thing. But he's not. And you're not. And so, you know, if you broach it, like, in a sort of, you know, non-accusatory, non-confrontational yeah. way and just say, oh, I noticed that you don't. Yeah. And sometimes making a joke out of it. You know, if you just kind of make a joke. Ooh, I don't, I don't recommend I, the joke. I, I think, like, maybe a little bit or something. There's got to be some way to move on. But basically try to approach it in a nice way. And Yeah. Um, bathe her. Uh, that's a temporary solution. Bathe her. Just bathe her. That's her advice. Bathe her. advice, just bathe her. Recreational drug use. I'm going to try Viagra. Not that I need it, just to see if sex will be better with it. Is it worth a try? 
God, that accent is good enough for me. Uh, yeah, exactly. Seriously. You know, have, tie Viagra or don't. I, I don't care. Well, um, have you done the, uh, have you had sex with the guy on Viagra? No, I have not. You but I have, I. I did speak to a doctor. I mean, to the best of my knowledge, uh-huh. I haven't. Um, essentially, what this doctor said is that if you don't need it, it's not going to work, but it could have a strong placebo effect. So you could be like, wait, what is that? You mean? would know if he's, like, if, he's he let, if his his oh. thing is up. Okay, okay. I guess we could all agree that this show has something for everyone. Yes, it does. that's a very good way to describe it. And I, I don't I, know where this is going, and I yeah, love every second of it. But you can tell that TV back in 2006 was very different than TV today. Very relaxed. Oh my gosh. How do we follow this up, Zed? Uh, well, there is a Circuit City commercial. Have you? Do you guys remember Circuit City? Yes. Oh my God, that's such a before time store. Driver thrashing bonus game. Cool. Circuit City makes it simple. Right now at Circuit City, bring in any PC and get a free checkup, a $40 value. And save up to $320 on select desktops and notebooks after mail-in and instant... Can I let you know a little secret? You know what the $40 checkup was? What? They run antivirus for 10 minutes and say that'll be $40. Wow. <laughs> That's how these stores stay afloat. But man, Circuit City, that is a relic of the past. What do we have in, in Fairfax? That's a Best Buy. No, 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 no. We went there on Black Friday. Micro Center. Micro Center. Wasn't Micro Micro Center and Circuit City basically the same thing? How does Micro Center stay in business? Uh, Because there are a whole bunch of people who they're just computer nerds. Because Micro Center, they sell everything computer related. That's the thing. That's their thing. Circuit City was kind of like all over the place. They were like Best Buy. They sold washing machines. They sold computers, refrigerators. How, when did they go out of business? Uh, was this like in 2008 when everything was going out of business? This was like 2010, oh, 2011. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. But, you know, I think Best Buy is, I would say, the last remnants of our childhood that still exists today. I think whenever I go into a Best Buy, I get nostalgic because of all the memories I had there as a kid, just looking around at all the cool things. Man, you're right. I agree. Never thought about I, that I mean, way. I would say that in Walmart. I mean, I'm not talking like Walmart now, like Super Walmart. I remember Walmart without a grocery store. Okay. I mean, GameStop, GameStop go might ahead. be GameStonk now, but... <laughs> Do like a Radio Shack? Or Circuit City. Oh, I'd rather go to Radio Shack because they had remote control cars and stuff. Yeah, but Circuit City had the free video game demos you could play in the video game section. But here's the thing: there was always there was always a line for those, and you had those little greasy, you know, I was about to say greasy fuckers, those greedy fuckers who would never get off the other controller. Whereas you could always find time for the remote control cars and helicopters. Well, you know, there were there were greasy greasy fuckers fuckers there too. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to touch that controller. That's a before times activity. You you, you touch it, it's all. This was like. Before Coroni, you know what I mean? Like, uh, before, the, the before controller's time. all sweaty dun, dun, when you get there. And, uh, uh, that's another thing kids want to experience these days. Video game demos at uh, stores. You know, yeah, when, you're, when your parents are there. shopping, you know, 
and you're bored at the, the Target. I used to love going to Target, and I didn't mind. Because when well, my mom was spending an hour shopping, I was in the video game section playing demos of video games. Well, I think, I think like, uh, I think Walmart and, like, Target and Best Buy still have those, like, in the electronics section. I could be wrong on that. But. When I went to Walmart, they don't have anything. Never it's mind. Just, it's, it's just oh, like, they probably, probably because Coroni. They probably don't let No, this, this was before Coroni. Oh, never mind. Like in the before before times, before before times, right? When, when, when I think when video games and we touched on this in the past podcast, I think when video games went free to play, there was really no point in uh, demos, uh, demos anymore. anymore yeah. It's just yeah. like, oh, they're like fun free to play games on the internet. You can just go get. That was the yeah. first time I saw Laura Croft's boobs when she was a triangle person where you could, where you could zoom out and put her to her side and it was like polygons. She, yeah. The polygons. Yeah. Uh, the, the remnants of a bygone era. Sad. Yep. Sad. So attack of the show. If you wanted to know how TV and growing up watching TV, like in 2006 was as a young adult attack of the show, that was basically TV in the mid two thousands. 